Welcome to the Senior Dog Revolution, where we discuss how to give our senior dogs the best life they deserve, where age is just a number, and health and happiness of our senior pets is a priority. Hello, senior dog pet parents. It is so good to have you here. Thank you for tuning in. So this week, we're about to start a three-part series that covers a disease that is near and dear to my heart because two of my most recent senior dogs actually had this disease, and that disease is canine cognitive dysfunction, or CCD. Bear with me just a little bit because this week's episode is going to be a lot shorter than they usually are. And they're already kind of short to begin with, to be honest, but this one's going to be a little bit shorter. And then my next two episodes should be longer and we'll really deep dive into this topic. And I have a bunch of really great stories for you guys to really try to seal in what I want you guys to know. But before we get too much farther into that, I just wanted to check in and see how everybody is doing. This has been one of the most intense summers. I think that probably most of us have experienced in a long time. I hope you guys are doing well. I have definitely been trying to self-reflect a lot and then also just try to help people right now because I feel like those are the two things that we're able to do while we are spending a lot more time at home and our country is going through a lot right now. I think those two things is some self-reflection and then also just reaching out and helping people because there's a lot of people that need help right now in, in more than one way. So those are the two things that I'm focusing on this summer. And actually this past week was my birthday. Yay. And it was a really big one. Don't you dare ask me what it was. I'm not going to tell you guys. So it was a really big one, but my fiance and I had a trip that was planned to go to the beach for a while. So for probably several months and we ended up canceling it because the same week of my birthday, COVID hit record numbers here in the Carolinas. So (laughs) we were, we were not going to go to the beach after that. So we canceled our trip and we ended up just going to a lake that is nearby here in the Charlotte area. And it was a nice seclusion lake and spending a day there and having a picnic on my birthday. So it was a beautiful, beautiful day, a beautiful picnic, and we had the best time just kind of disconnecting a little bit. So great birthday backup plan. Let's get back to our topic, which is CCD. And this episode is actually just going to kind of set the background for our future episodes. And we're going to talk about what canine cognitive dysfunction actually is and then go into why I really want you guys to pay attention to it. So we'll go into some statistics about it, and then we'll talk about why it is so important for you guys to know about this disease and know about the signs related to it. Many of you may not be aware, but if your senior dog is approaching a decade of age or older, they are approaching the age when we start seeing this disease. And so you're going to want to pay extra attention to this podcast episode if you have a 10-year-old or older. And of course, if they're younger, I still want you to pay attention to it because you can never learn about these signs too soon. Statistics show that about 30% of dogs age 11 to 12 years of age will have one or more signs of cognitive decline. And for dogs that reach 15 to 16 years of age, 70% of them will have one or more signs of cognitive decline. That's 70%. And if I'm being honest, I actually think those numbers are a little low. But regardless, nearly every super senior out there will have at least one sign of cognitive decline. 
Those statistics, which come from a UC Davis study, cover dogs from age 11 to 16, which means many of our dogs will be affected by cognitive impairment in some fashion. For many owners, the signs will be mild, which is great, but for others, it will progress into something more severe. Regardless of where on that spectrum your senior dog will fall or where they are today in their journey, knowing about this disease and the signs of this disease early on will allow you to help your pet better. Historically, many people chalk up signs of canine cognitive dysfunction to old age, but the fact of the matter is that cognitive decline is actually not considered a normal aging change in our dogs. It certainly is linked to age, but again, it is still not considered a normal aging change. If you've been listening to the episodes for a while, then you know I can't do a single episode without bringing up Frodo, which is the dog of my life, who was a Westie, and honestly my inspiration for why I love senior dogs so much. But you guys have probably guessed this. Frodo actually had this disease, and recognizing the signs, and this was before I was a full-fledged vet, guys, recognizing the signs of the disease with Frodo was difficult for me, and it kind of flew under the radar for me, and I'll talk about that in the next episode. So let's go over briefly some background information on canine cognitive dysfunction. With our advances in nutrition and level of care that we can provide our pets these days, we are seeing an older demographic of dogs living now more than ever in this world. And with this older age group of dogs comes challenges like CCD. Physiologically, canine cognitive dysfunction, or CCD, closely resembles human Alzheimer's, where diffuse amyloid plaques are found in the brain, and this finding is associated with decreased memory and learning. The fact of the matter is that as we age, and this includes humans, our brains change, and it's not for the better. Changes occur to the size of the ventricles in our brains, the size of the matter in our brains, and these changes can progress quickly depending on genetics, the environment, and how we care for our brains. So this concept of brain health for both people and dogs is very important. It's why my grandma did Sudoku and word puzzles as she got older, and it's why we should be challenging our dog's brains daily. And I discuss this task of daily mental stimulation for our dogs in episode five, where I cover the three key components that we need to have in your senior dog's daily routine. And hint, mental stimulation is one of them. So why is this important to you and your dog? Let's go back to why you as a pet parent of a senior dog want to know about this disease now. The first reason is this, this disease impacts their quality of life. And here's how. As cognitive decline sets in, so those bits of senility that you see in your pet start to occur, it actually impacts their ability to interact with the world around them and with the people they know and love. Because of that, canine cognitive dysfunction is a quality of life disease that can have a huge impact on your senior dog's ability to enjoy their life and bond with their people. So in a way, it impacts more than just their brains. Another reason why this disease is so important to be aware of with our older dogs is that I believe that this disease can be scary or startling for our older dogs because it can lead to things like anxiety or lack of understanding of situations that they used to be able to navigate well, being found in places they're not sure why they're there, and more. And this is my personal opinion after dealing with my own two dogs on this disease and watching my patients. So this disease has the potential to be hard on them, and I'll elaborate on that more as we discuss this further. The third reason why you want to know about this disease is I think of it a bit like chronic pain in that it's really easy to miss it when it first starts out. 
So this disease flies below the radar when it comes on so much so that many people don't pick up on it. And there are actually studies that show that most pet parents are actually unaware of the signs of cognitive decline in their senior pets at home. So it kind of deceives us a bit because the early or mild forms honestly just aren't that bad to most of us. They just seem like senior moments. But as this disease starts progressing, If we aren't paying attention and recognizing it, we miss opportunities to actively counteract and manage the disease. When that happens, these new behaviors that your oldest, bestest friend have get frustrating and progress, and they actually erode at the strength of your bond with your pet, which goes back to my point about it being a disease of quality of life. Many of us get to a point with our geriatrics where your dog can't do things like eat or go potty without your direct management, and that's a tough spot to be in, no matter how amazing of a pet parent you are. It can wear on you when you're tired or you're encountering sleepless nights, which happens with this disease. It can leave you grouchy and not at your best, not to mention that the actual changes to their brain make it difficult for them to respond and connect with you like they want to. Let's get down to one of the most difficult aspects of this disease. There is no cure, not yet at least. So there's no official cure, but don't lose hope because there still is a lot, and I mean a lot that we can do to help support our dogs with this disease to include things like diets with antioxidants that have been shown to slow its progression, medications, management techniques at home to help them, mental training, and supplements. So now that we've talked a little bit about the background of the disease, the statistics that navigate this disease, as well as why you want to know about it, we're going to be ready for next week when we're going to talk about the signs of this disease. And I have got a lot of stories to tell you guys about what it actually looks like at home from managing both Frodo and Bon Bon. So cannot wait to share that with you guys next week. Lastly, if you haven't done so yet and you're enjoying the podcast, please take a moment to hit subscribe to my podcast to make sure you don't miss an episode here with me. And if you're finding these valuable, leaving me a review can be really helpful as well. If you're interested in getting my weekly newsletters, head over to my website, which is www.seniordogrevolution.com and subscribe to the emails. And if there's anything you're interested in hearing about, you can always shoot me an email to seniordogdoc at gmail.com. I want to cover topics that are helpful to you and your senior dogs. So do let me know if there's something you'd like me to cover. I so enjoy having each of you here with me on the mission to help improve the lives of senior dogs everywhere. Until next time, I hope you and your senior dog have an amazing day.